Welcome back to the Fit Strength Performance Podcast, and this is episode 49, the first one of the new year. Today I'm going to talk about wearables. So what are wearables? Why should you use them? Which ones are most beneficial? And what are the things that you could benefit from looking? So thanks for tuning in, and I hope you enjoy today's show. Welcome back to episode 49 of the Fitchman Performance Podcast. Wearable technology. I don't know if this is something that you've thought about, but it's super popular in the fitness industry. And it is something that um, everyone has some type of wearable technology. So there is a lot of value to those devices that you have. So if you're someone that's not diving into the research, diving into the understanding, um, know that you have wearable technology. And then if you are someone who dives into it, you know, I'm going to dive into those that I think are, um, that could best represent various populations and different level systems. So what is a wearable technology? So wearable technology is going to be something that's super popular with, you know, high performing athletes, you know, just your weekend warriors, so to speak, but professional athletes wear them, professional teams wear them. You'll see fitness gyms, they'll have them so clients can see their heart rate to figure out what energy systems they're training in or to stay in a certain heart rate range to burn, you know, burn fat. So wearables can come in def- in different shapes and sizes, right? Your cell phone is a wearable technology. You have heart rate monitors. You have an Apple Watch. You can get a Fitbit. There's... Um, you know, there's a guy named Joel Jameson who has a, pro, a company called Morpheus, and that's a wearable technology piece involving a um, heart rate monitor. There's the Aura Ring. There's GPS tracking. Um, you know, there's blood sugar monitors that people may wear. There's blood pressure um, monitors that you know you can you can buy and you can use at home. And then there's oximeters that can give you your your resting heart rate as well as your oxygen levels. So there's all these different type of technologies. And, you know, I I sat down and kind of thought which ones are most important and prevalent and could provide value to athletes and even adults. Um, So I broke this down into three systems um, based on who you are and who you could be. So the question is, you know, when you're thinking about getting wearable technology or should you really dive into it, you know, you have to dive into the questions of what are your goals, what's realistic what can you afford? And then, you know, what level are you at when it comes to training? If you are someone who is, you know, if you're a 14-year-old athlete trying to get better at basketball, right, I don't know if you need to really spend hundreds or thousands of dollars on wearable technology because of the level you're currently at due to benefiting from some of the, uh, more effective, more affordable, more, um, you know, devices that you can easily track with various metrics. But if you're a professional athlete and you're trying to, you know, get paid to play, everything that you do in in season, off season could benefit you from getting another contract. You know, I think it is worth spending the money because every little extra inch will count for you as far as preventing injuries, but being a high performing athlete. So with these wearables, there's various things that you can track. Resting heart rate, your total steps, your total calories burned, your HRV, and then your sleep. 
those are, you know, those f- the five main ones that I've really invested in, I've really looked into. I've seen that a lot of people find a lot of value as far as tracking for overall health and um, improving their performance. So, like I said, I broke this down into three categories, depending on who you are, what your goals are, um, and what's, you know, affordable, what's realistic. So, level one, right? So, if you're this level one athlete, you know, so this would be a middle school athlete, a high school athlete, you know, regardless of being a division one, division two, II, division three player, uh, regardless if you're someone that really loves to work out, um, you know, I'll take that back. Level one would be for, you know, an adult who just started working out, just trying to really get over the hump of getting comfortable in the weight room, seeking to lose some weight. You haven't really invested, you know, years and years and years of training in the weight room. So, Level one, this would be, a, you know, using your cell phone, using your Apple Watch or getting a Fitbit because there's going to be value. Your cell phone can track your steps, right? You can download my fitness pal on your cell phone to track your food. Um, and then even for some instances, you can you can measure your HRV. And for those of you that don't know any of those things, you know, before I get to level two and three, you know, what are the values of those five pieces you can check? So your resting heart rate. It's super important that you check your resting heart rate daily or weekly to see those spikes of stress and or, um, you know, what you can do to kind of, um, you know, strengthen your heart because that's going to measure how well your heart's pumping at rest. So if you have a super high resting heart rate, cortisol levels are increased, that's risk for high stress, that's risk for an injury, that's risk for catabolism where your body's breaking things down, um, you know, without building things up. And it's going to show that you're more deconditioned. So when you're getting tired, it's going to be harder for you to bring your resting heart rate down to perform explosive activities, to perform at a high level. And that can reduce to an injury or just less performance. Um, If you have someone who has a low resting heart rate, that's going to show that you're more conditioned, less stressed. Um, Obviously, if you're 40s and lower, you know, if you're you're between 45 and 50, you're probably, you know, most likely you're a high, high, high endurance athlete, and that's not terrible. Um, but if you're lower than 45, you know, there could be some health risk as well. So I would recommend, you know, staying between that 55 and 65 range, um, depending your, you know, your sport and your level. The steps. Steps are huge. Steps are a huge marker of just overall health. So if you're someone that's not getting between eight and 10,000 steps a day, you probably are on the you know more unhealthy side you're probably um, more on the sedentary side if you're an athlete that's not getting eight to eight to ten thousand steps you're probably not training that much and your performance isn't where it needs to be because if you spend an hour a day playing basketball doing the skill work you should get a couple thousand steps in and then if you're continuously active you know going outside and playing you know going into the weight room a couple times a week where you should be hitting that ten thousand mark you know that shouldn't be an issue Total calories burned, right? It's going to be good to know how many calories you're burning. So the var- so there's various, um, you know, devices that can, can measure that, your um, energy expenditure based on, you know, plugging in your height, weight, everything like that. And then factoring the steps and the workouts, that's going to be valuable to, to figure out how many calories should you consume. Is it really necessary to consume a ton of calories or can you get away with the consuming not so many calories? Then you have your HRV. That HRV is your heart rate vari- variability, and it, it really is how well your heart's working in terms of you know, in terms of factoring stress in your activity level, and you know how you're balancing all of that. <clears throat> so the lower your HRV is, the the 
the worse you will perform, the worse you will sleep, the more likely heard you are to get injured, the higher cortisol levels. And then um, the higher your HRV is, the, the better your heart's working. The less stressed you are, the better your heart rate is, the better you are managing um, the stressors when it comes to training and your recovering. And then sleep, right? You want to find yourself finding more deep sleep than light sleep because that'll really heighten, um, that's really going to heighten recovery for you. So those are kind of the, those pieces that's very valuable. Um, now some higher end athletes, right? They, they may, you know, have the GPS trackers, trackers and things like that, because if you're a high end athlete and you're logging in a ton of minutes, if you're a D1 athlete or pro athlete, there is research that's going to indicate, you know, if you're getting injured, um, it could be because of too many steps, too many miles on the court. And if you're D1 or a professional athlete, right, that could be the difference between getting in the NCAA tournament, getting a scholarship, um, getting a contract in the NBA, getting paid premium money. So there is value of that GPS aspect. So back to the beginning, level one, two, and three. If you're a level one individual, middle school athlete, high school athlete, adult getting into working out, um, enjoys working out maybe two or three times a week, you know, I think the top ones would be cell phone, Apple Watch, Fitbit. Cell phones going to be cell phones can track your HRV. Cell phones can track your steps. You can track your calories in. Apple Watch again can track your your heart rate. Can track your um, your steps again, and it's going to give you that daily view. And you don't have to think about it because of the functions of an Apple Watch and a cell phone. You'll always have it on you, so it's very convenient. And then a Fitbit, you know, kind of uh, that in-between route of if you don't want to buy an Apple Watch but you have a cell phone, well, get a Fitbit then because that Fitbit, the higher tech ones now can do the same thing. Track steps, it could be time, it could give you a lot of options so it's not overwhelming keeping it, you know, keeping it on. And then level two, you know, level two to me is someone who wants to take it a little bit further, someone who really wants to dive into your heart rate while training, your heart rate while at rest, your HRV, and, um, you know, want to be a little bit more detailed with everything. And you can even use a heart rate monitor to track your sleeping. Um, so level two would be a heart rate monitor. And, you know, when you're an advanced athlete, you know, someone's been training for quite some time, you know, it could be a senior in high school, a junior in high school, it's got a deep training age or noticing you're just getting injured a lot or you're not seeing the results because you're in the weight room two, three times a week um, in the off season and then once or twice a week during the season and you're really trying to get that Division One scholarship or you're a college player and you're trying to, you know, get the higher accolades, win an NCAA ch um, championship, you know, trying to play ball overseas or professionally. The heart rate monitor is great because when you're training, especially doing conditioning, you can really dive into, you know, are you in this anaerobic lactate threshold? Are you in this aerobic lactate threshold? You know, because the lactic energy system, the lactic energy system, it's going to do different things to your body. And if you're always training and you're guessing and you're on this higher end, same thing if you're an adult, you know, you might just be guessing wrong. And this is where you're overtraining. You're not recovering as well. Right. So the heart rate monitor is super valuable when you're really trying to do conditioning and you're really trying to see how well you're con you're recovering. Because when you're conditioning, a lot of times athletes just go out there, they go for a jog or they just do a ton of sprints and they think that's doing the job. But there's different pieces to the puzzle. So you're not just over fatiguing yourself and recovering um, because there should be three different levels of training, the con you know, your um, tra training when it comes to conditioning, you should be training the 
um, a lactate energy system, which is going to be your short explosive bursts, right? It could be three to six seconds. It could be, you know, five to 10 seconds, but you have to recover. So you need to get that heart rate to 90%, but then you need to bring it back down, you know, so you need to rest anywhere from, you know, 60 to 120 seconds. So it comes back down. Then when you're training your lactate energy system, that's your 30 to 40 second burst. And you may be in, you know, 70 to 80% of your max heart rate. But again, you need to recover. So if you're going 30 to 40 seconds, you should be recovering for 90 seconds, two minutes, three minutes. And then if you're trying to train your aerobic system or focusing on recovery, you should be, you know, maybe between anywhere from 40 to 60%. And you should be maintaining that, you know, so it's that, you know, that zone two being able to talk. Um, because that's going to help with a recovery and you might just be guessing if you do not have a heart rate monitor and this is where you could be over fatiguing your system. So this is the value of having a heart rate monitor. Now, level three, this would be, you know, getting the aura ring. Now the aura ring is a ring, so you could wear like a, you know, your wedding ring. And that's a great thing because you can track HRV, heart rate monitor, you can track your, um, sleep so if you're an adult this is super valuable even if you're a kid you know if you like wearing rings um you know but there there also is your gps tracker too that you can add into that level three where you're tracking how many steps you're taking in your sport how many steps you're 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 taking on the volleyball court or the basketball court how many steps you're taking in a football game and then measuring it over time to see those times where you're more fatigued while looking at your heart rate while looking at your hrv scores um, and then you can invest in, you know, programs like the Morpheus or, you know, I think it's called bio bio lab from Joel Jameson, where you can really put all this in one system to see heart rate, to see HRV and to really see when you're most stressed because your HRV is very low. You're probably chronically stressed. If your HRV is high and increasing, you're probably managing stress well. So I think for younger athletes, there's, there's a lot of value, you know, your high school level athletes to at least have you know some type of um, wearable to track that HRV, to track their resting heart rate, to track their heart rate during training, to really figure it out. And for parents, it's gonna be helpful for you to see like, are you doing too much to your kid? Because that's a question I get all the time. Like, am I stressing my kid too much? Well, put something on them where you can really see their resting heart rate, where you can see their HRV scores. And, that, and then when they say like, mom, dad, I'm exhausted, you're not just, you know, going to say, well, you know, it's okay. Just push through, you know, get a good night's sleep tonight because guess what? Tomorrow they got to go to school. They got practice again. They may have a game, you know, so that anxiety and stress could still perseverate over them and cause more stress. Um, and I'll bring it back to that last piece of when you want to know which device, which wearable you should get, you know, think about what your goals are. If your goals are just to get healthier I think if you just get something that tracks your step and your resting heart rate, you're fine. And then committing to a training program, you know, that can be a, a, a simple way in a more affordable way than to purchase, you know, an aura ring, a heart rate monitor, or an Apple watch, or so getting all these things. And then you got to figure out what's realistic. How much time can you commit to tracking this stuff? How much time can you commit to training? Um, you know, at the end of the day, testing your HRV takes two minutes in the morning. It's not complicated. Looking at your heart rate can be super simple again. Um, and then the next one is going to be affordable, right? You know, if you get a heart rate monitor, if you get an Apple watch, and then if you get, um, you know, 
thus those two, right? That could be, you know, your your heart rate, your Apple Watch could run you, you know, you know, $100 extra a month in your phone bill. They, the heart rate monitor could be, um, you know, 50, 60 bucks. Um, if you're an adult and you get the Aura Ring, the Aura Ring's a couple hundred bucks, right? So it's dependent on what you're able to afford. So it's not drastically expensive. You know, you're not going to be in the thousands, depending on if you're a professional athlete or a professional sports team, you know, but it would be a couple hundred dollars of an investment to look at that. Um, and then level, you know, what level are you at? You know, I think if you're heading into a Division One sport, I think it's super valuable to look at HRV and to look at heart rate just because you're going to be doing a lot and you don't want to get injured. And, you know, athletes now are playing a ton of sport. So if you're someone that's received the D1 scholarship or is trying to get one, I think if you want to take your performance to a higher level, you know, look at being that level two performer where you have an Apple Watch to track steps, you can track your heart rate, you buy a heart rate monitor where you can track, you know, uh, where your heart rate is when you're, you know, when you're doing your training, you can improve your conditioning. Um, and then, you know, maybe GPS. I don't think if you're a high school athlete, you really need to invest in a GPS tracker. So I think if you just focus on something to track your steps, something to track your, your heart rate, um, you're going to be in a good position. So a little bit longer today. Um, I hope that is helpful and insightful. Thanks for tuning in and, you know, have a great new year and, you know, get after it. See you.